This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, it has been tough sledding for your girl. I remember looking at this slate last night for the first time and saying, ugh, really? Yeah. These are the pitchers that we have been set to uh, trust. So, uh, as I was looking at the slate, there was one game and one game only that I really wanted to play. And it's not on our daily previews. Maybe it was on the game, or we had it uh, in the rundown for last segment. But I want to bring it back because it's the only game that I think I'm going to play. And it's the Reds and the Diamondbacks game. Mm -hmm. And before we proceed, was this the game that you were going to play? I'm going to try to guess the game that you're going to play tonight. Is it the Diamondbacks? It is. You are correct. You know me too. That's exactly the game I'm going to play. And I know you, I know, here's the thing. I know you know the bet I'm going to place. Oh, yeah, first, I do. First five run line, I know you know. But also, there is a part of me that wants to just lay the buck 65 and just go for it. But that's, I don't know. I don't know, Chelsea, but yes. What on the money exact, line? Yeah, it's, it's, well, you can get it at minus 160. If you shop around, maybe, which I kind of like because the Reds bullpen got worn out over the past couple of days. They played a double header yesterday. They're going to be tired. They used five arms yesterday. So maybe that justifies the price. I don't, but yes, you are correct. I'm definitely, my, I might play the Twins, but I'm absolutely 1000% on the Diamondbacks today. You are correct. I think if we played like the newlyweds game, but for betting, I think I would get all of the answers correct. You like, would. We've been doing the show long enough to where I think I can guess what bets you're making. Uh, but this is a good one. Like there was a reason that yeah. we both like uh, the Diamondbacks in the first five. So I think now the question is, which play on the Diamondbacks are you going to choose? Because you uh. mentioned the Diamondbacks in the first five minus a half. I think that's probably a good call because you look at Brandon Williamson, the opposing yeah. pitcher for the Reds. Uh, he's not really one of the more trustworthy ones in the rotation, comes in with a 4.46 ERA. Merrill Kelly is somebody who I think I would mm-hmm. trust more, uh, especially since after uh, the All-Star break, he's really turned it on. A 2.88 yeah. ERA for Merrill Kelly, and he's proven that he can put up good numbers even against some good offenses. Uh, just a few starts ago, went six shutout uh, with only six hits over six innings or I guess I already said that, against the L.A. Dodgers. So we know that he can uh, – he's a veteran pitcher. He can do it against good offenses. But here's the yep. thing about the Reds. Their offense has not nearly been as good as it was before the All-Star break. They're about middle of the pack in most mm-hmm. statistical categories over the last month. And also, they have the second-highest strikeout rate in all of baseball right now over the last month. So I think you can make a case for the Diamondbacks either in the first five – or in the full game. So, Jenks, what is the decision going to be? Decision 2023. Know. Is it the Diamondbacks in the first five, or is it I the know. Diamondbacks in the full game? God, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the Reds' bullpen actually has been great over the past few weeks, past couple weeks. One of the best in baseball, second best in baseball. But, again, I keep going back to – the doubleheader yesterday, they used a lot of arms. And so, listen, you can have a great bullpen, but when you use a lot of arms, particularly in games that are back-to-back, you're going to be decimated the next day. So this is where I feel like maybe it's worth the juice here. I'm ho- Actually, maybe by the end of this show, and also I will say this, 
Just because the Reds are good enough at plus money, I think we might see some buyback on Cincinnati maybe by the end of this show. So I'm hoping, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm hoping that by the end of this show, because we see lines change all the time, that maybe there will be some buyback on Cincy, and then maybe I can get full game money line on the Diamondbacks at maybe around minus 150. That's the hope. I got to decide. I'm leaning Diamondbacks first five because I do have a limit as to how much juice I'm going to lay. Then again, maybe I'll just go one pick. I don't know. I, I can I cannot tell you how much I do not like the slate today. Uh, Diamondbacks first five I know. is minus 185 on the money line now. Because this was the conversation Ugh. that I was preparing to have. Because last night, it was in the minus 160 range. And I think that it is more okay to lay the juice if you are taking a first five bet on the money line because yes. there is the opportunity for a push. If you are playing the full game at minus 160, like you, the opportunity of a push is not there. So like if the game is tied 0-0 after five innings, you don't lose mm-hmm. your bet, but somebody's got to win in these baseball games. So there is no opportunity of a push. So uh, we will keep you posted, and our best bets are coming up later in the show. <laughs> Jinx and I will be, you know, fighting for custody, I think, of that Diamondbacks game because I feel like that's the only good one. So as yeah. we look at these other games, uh, let's take your pick. What's the other one that maybe you liked uh, on this slate? I know you mentioned the Twins. Do you see any of these other games and want to, you know, take a stab at any of them? Well, not really. Well, I did have a handicap ready to go for Yankees and Nationals, but yesterday Garrett Cole was supposed to start for the yep. stripes, and now it's Michael King. So, I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> I'm, I, I am just throwing stuff out. This slate is absolute. It's trash today. I do like. Here's the thing: the one other game I do like. I sort of like the Blue Jays against the Orioles, but you know what I'm going to say here, Chelsea? I don't want to bet against the Orioles. Uh, here, here's my handicap for this game. You can take it. You can leave it. You can bet on preseason football. Whatever you want to do, go for it. But Jose Barrios is going up <laughs> against Kyle Gibson. I hate myself right now. My self-esteem is about garbage. I went over two last night. I can't handicap a game. Shohei's out for the season. I'm going to the yeah, God, our pets' heads are falling our off. Our pets' heads are falling off. <sighs> Jose Barrios. All right. He's a better pitcher at home, but he's still pretty strong away from Toronto. Five and four, three point six two ERA. Faced the Orioles earlier this season. Pitched seven and two thirds innings of shutout baseball on June the fourteenth. One three to one. Kyle Gibson though is a guy I have a hard time getting behind. Yeah, he's twelve and seven. His ERA is almost five, and he has had a hard time finding his form recently. ERA over five at home. His ERA in August is eight point three one. Far be it from me to bet against your Baltimore Orioles. And I say that to all baseball fans because it's fun that the O's are great. But I do think the Blue Jays are the right side here. I just can't I just can't make myself bet against Baltimore. I think I would be on the same boat with you because you look at the start that Barrios had against the Orioles, and he was really good. Lights out, mm-hmm. seven and two-thirds shutout, like you said, with five strikeouts. I think if you look on paper, obviously he is the better starting pitcher. But when you see a pitcher that has numbers like Kyle Gibson has, but still has the win-loss record that he has, 
it is a testament to how good the Orioles are because sometimes their offense is so good that it does not seem to matter if their starter mm -hmm. gives up a few runs here or there. So I think that is the boat that I am laying in is that or sitting in, I should say. I don't think anybody is laying in a boat unless you're in like that submarine, I guess. Um, but <laughs> I think I don't want to fade the Orioles is what we say every day on this show. So I ain't gonna. So I'm not going to play that one. Uh, let's look at some of these other games because like you, I looked at this Nats and uh, Yankees game. And when Garrett Cole was pitching, obviously New York was probably the play in the first five. What do you make of a team that their GM just called them a disaster? One would think that fading the Yankees was the correct play, but mm -hmm. what did they do last night? They blank the Nationals 6 nothing. Aaron Judge hits three home runs, but here lies the problem with the offense. We saw this last year with the Yankees that Aaron Judge hit all of these home runs and was on base, yeah. it felt like, every single time, and it was a one-person offense. You cannot right. rely on Aaron Judge to hit three home runs in a game every single game. So I would still, you know, stand on maybe fading the Yankees here just because you do not really want to play that team at minus 160 behind Michael King. But again, it's Patrick Corbin. So uh, don't feel great about backing the Nats either, especially with that bullpen. Uh, if you had to make a play here, is there a side you would choose? What do you make of the Yankees? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, if you want to back the Yankees at minus one sixty, I'm not going to fall. All the money's coming in on. I don't. All the money is coming out on the Yankees. But again, when you're talking about the Yankees, one of those brand names, people like betting on the Yankees just because it's the Yankees. So I always feel like even even when they're bad, their price is a little bit inflated. They're one of those teams where maybe it's the Dodgers. You can go to different sports. These publicly bet teams are just hard to find value on. I'm not laying a buck 60 with the Yankees. And I looked at the nationals on the run line, because as we know, they're one of the best run line mm -hmm. teams in all of baseball. And I believe that's minus minus one fifty-five. I don't necessarily feel Ugh. great about that either. This is just one of those games. I, maybe, maybe you look at a Yankees team total over four and a half. It's minus minus one twenty-five. Maybe they get to that Nats bullpen, but even then, yeah, the Yankees scored last night because Judge hit three bombs like you were talking about. But overall, this is not a team that hits. I I have no idea what to do with this game except say, well, I'll find another game. I'll wake up in the morning and say, oh, I should have made this bet on this game. I have no, I have no idea. Maybe you can fade Patrick Corbin. I will say this. He's not the auto fade that he used to be, but – his advanced metrics show that he's pitching better than expected. So at some point you would expect some sort of negative regression where he gets hit up. Maybe tonight is the night. I just don't know if the Yankees are the team to do it. Yeah. Right now the Yankees have the second worst batting average as a right. team in all of baseball. So this is probably a get right spot for most starting pitchers. But like I said, the Yankees scored six runs last night after their GM called them a disaster. <laughs> what do you think is the uh, short-term effects of a GM calling his team a disaster? Do you think this motivated the Yankees to actually score? Or do you think this was just an anomaly? Because I would probably think that a team wants to be good all of the time and losing mm -hmm. sucks and nobody would want to do that. But do you think there are any impacts of, you know, when we have situations like this where there is a call out? Because didn't Steve Cohen do this too? 
about the Mets and then they continue to be bad. Yes. So I would continue to expect bad things from the New York Yankees. I will say this. It can't hurt. Do you know what I mean? If they were playing mediocre baseball and, and then they were called garbage or trash or whatever, then I would, I would take umbrage with that. And I would say, well, I don't know about that, but listen, the Yankees have played terrible baseball. They have been a massive disappointment this season. So they, they were last night, what? They broke an eight-game losing streak. So it's not like the Yankees have been playing well and this, this, this comment came out of nowhere. They've been a disaster. Had they lost last night? I got to make sure I look this up. The Yankees have not lost nine straight games in 41 years. That's what they avoided Oof. last night. So if this isn't a disaster, I don't know what is. He's right. So maybe this pisses off the guys enough where they're like, let's play a little bit harder and let's not give up on the season because we're not that bad. I would say that I, I normally don't like it when upper management or anyone says things like this about a team. But you know what? He's right. I think if the rest of the New York media is saying it, you've got to address it. Like, you've got right. to say something. And especially if you're a fan base that's so used to winning. Because if any other team in baseball or, like, most teams in baseball were only, what, four games under 500, most teams would say, okay, the season isn't great, but it's not a disaster. But the Yankees were one of the favorites to win the World Series. In fact, both of the New York teams were supposed yes. to be battling for the best team in all of baseball. And both of those teams are living in the cellar. It's crazy that both of them, you know, peed the bed, so to say. So mm -hmm. the vibes are not great in the Big Apple when it comes to baseball. Maybe the Jets can change that. Uh, we have a little bit of time. Jenks, have you watched mm -hmm. Hard Knocks yet? Have I asked you that yet? Uh, you have not asked me that. I have not. I did not, but I did watch yesterday. I have not been in front of a TV on vacation. I hardly watched any TV, which is actually great because I stayed off the phone, didn't watch TV. I just kind of sat by the pool and played Frisbee. I did watch the, I've not seen Hard Knocks. I don't know if I will because I feel like I got Aaron Rodgers overload. I did sit down and watch the Johnny Manziel documentary yesterday. Ooh. So I can't decide. I, I, I don't think I'm going to watch Hard Knocks. I think I need a break from Aaron Rodgers. I feel like... If we didn't do this show, maybe I I would need a break, but I feel like we addressed him, and rightfully so, because of all of his nonsense during the offseason. I don't want more Aaron Rodgers in my life, so I sat down to watch the Johnny Manziel doc. I'm wondering if it's going to be the same deal with the Jets as we saw with the Mets. Because remember before the season, if they did a hard knocks for baseball and they did one on the Mets, I think I'd be mm -hmm. a buyer in the Mets too. They had this huge yeah. payroll. They had two, um, you know, verified aces. And then mm -hmm. you look at their season. I think baseball is a little bit of a different game than football is. Like, I think you can buy your roster or whatever in baseball, and sometimes it just doesn't pan out. You have these teams yeah. like the Orioles and the Rays that uh, cobbled together this great team despite the discrepancy in payroll. But we will see because Lord knows New Yorkers need something right now because baseball, it surely ain't it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.